Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast is number 1,900, 1,900 podcasts. Wow. (laughs) Uh, The topic is Q&A and the title is, What Are Your Goals for 2024? I wanted to talk about setting goals today. I was discussing this with a client, and they were saying that they have learned to dislike setting goals. They actually don't like to set goals. And one of the reasons why is they feel like their life has been very um, uncontrolled. <laughs> and I think everybody is still recovering from 2020 to some degree to where life definitely took some unexpected turns, and people are struggling to get back on track. And due to the unexpected turns, they can often feel that they don't have control of getting themselves back on track. In the discussion with the client, we ended up kind of settling on an idea that you can't always control the outcome, but you can control the direction. What I really wanted to get across to them was to not go backwards, not even stand still. Can we always be moving forward? Even if we don't know if where we're moving forward to is the best, can we just have forward momentum? And I said one of the things I always joke about with Meredith is bumper bowling. And when we set an idea out and we start, uh, we often will like pray to God and ask for him to bumper bowl us along the way, meaning if we are going in a direction but we veer off course, he'll bump us back in the direction. Now, you don't have to have that as a spiritual connection. You can just think of it, okay, as I go towards a goal, uh, if I run into something that's, you know, oh, crap, I've been doing this, but it wasn't really the best, then you'll recognize that and you'll nudge yourself back uh more in line with the goal, but you'll still be moving forward. The reason why I like the bumper bowling analogy, and especially for the client discussion, was you have to throw the ball. <laughs> uh, bumper bowling, it doesn't matter. The bumpers don't help if you don't throw the ball. You, you literally have to throw the ball for anything to happen. So what I encouraged them was is to not let the defeat of past goals being failed, like failing at past goals, to prevent them from throwing the ball. I said, let's pick some things. Let's pick what you're going to (laughs) throw, you know, and let's just try it, see how it goes. But we know that if we don't throw the ball, we stay the same. And we also know that where you are, you don't want to stay. So we got to throw something. We got to do something. We got to put some efforts out there, see what happens from them, and then adjust along the way. So I was encouraging them to throw the ball. So that was our summary of that discussion. You can't always control the outcome, but you can control the direction. Let's set a direction. Let's start movements in that direction. And then we'll pivot as needed along the way. Uh, one of the funny conversations Meredith and I had recently was uh, we were talking about five-year school, five-year goals. She had a five-year goal uh, planner, and she was asking like if I had set goals. And I think the the planner was in uh, 2018 or something like that. It was long enough ago that I said the goals I would have set for myself five years ago 
would have sucked today. <laughs> and that was the summary I had from our discussion was five years ago, I was in a much different place. I wasn't married. I had a different vision for what I thought the business was going to be. And there were many aspects of my life five years ago that if I had continued those trajectories, I wouldn't have wound up where I am today. And I really like where I am today. I'm very blessed, very grateful for where I am. So it was funny to me to think back, well, I'm happy I didn't set goal fi goals five years ago for five years because I wouldn't have wanted to be where I thought I wanted to be five years ago. <laughs> so what this means is I do believe in setting goals. But when we think of setting goals, the concept that I like to think of is that I'm intentional with my everyday efforts. I'm waking up every day with intent in what I do. But I remain open-minded to what each goal truly represents. If my goal in business is to help more people, then I'm going to be very open-minded to how that happens. So what I would have said as my goal five years ago, I might have had more specific efforts that I thought were going to help me do that. But I was open-minded and I pivoted and changed along the way because the true goal was, how can I help more people? That is, for me, a motivator when I set goals. I'm not setting goals for the short term. I'm setting goals for the long term. Now, I have to do short-term efforts that I hope and think will add up to the long term. But I also have to be open to changing those efforts as needed to ensure I hit the long-term goal. So for example, business, maybe I would have thought five years ago to try to get as many in-person clients as possible. But I then realized over time, well, I can help more people if I maybe cut back on one or two in-person clients and started a podcast. Hey, 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 <laughs> what do you know? I can reach more people. So it was a pretty cool decision along the way to say, okay, I thought maybe the short-term goal would be to maximize as many in-person clients as possible. But it was awesome that I was open-minded to the long-term goal of helping more people. So that's the idea. Can we set goals that give us short-term intention in our everyday efforts, but we remain open-minded to the long-term true idea of the goal? So I thought it'd be fun to practice. I saw a little post today on Dave Ramsey's Instagram page, and it had seven areas that you could set goals for in 2024. So I thought it would be, let's start there and see how it goes. <laughs> what I'd like you to think of is, for each of the categories, what is your long-term vision for that category? And then what are some daily, weekly, or monthly actions you can do that would lead towards the long-term goal. Maybe you end up doing those the whole way to long-term goal. Maybe you end up changing them, but we want to have an idea of what we can do in the now that'll lead to the future we want, but we never want to lose the future for pursuit of the now. The future is always the higher priority. So I would change the now however I needed to ensure the future happened. So for example, uh, the seven categories are spiritual, financial, career, intellectual, fitness, family, and social. So if we go through a couple of these, spiritual, your goal may be to find a spiritual focus. Maybe you don't have one at the moment, meaning you're kind of winging it and going with the flow, <laughs> but you don't really feel 
uh, connection with a higher purpose or a higher entity of any kind. So you might say, hey, you know what, I'm going to this year learn about different spiritualities and see if I can find something that maybe I connect with a little bit and then explore that a little bit more. Or maybe you do have a spiritual connection and a definition for yourself and you just want to continue to deepen that connection. Now, how can you do that? So daily actions. For me, for example, I listen to a sermon every day. Uh, now, I try to. I don't catch that every single day. But I have sermons, a, a podcast kind of thing, where some of the sermons are like two minutes long, so you can pretty much catch it every day. Uh, and then some of them are 20 to 40 minutes. So it kind of depends on how much time I think I have. Maybe by the end of the day, I just listen to a two-minute one while I'm brushing my teeth, and you know, there you go, I got it in. Or I have time earlier in the day to listen to a longer one. But that's something I think of as a daily check-in. I like that because it gives me some connection to the the word of my religion, like the book or the concepts or the theology of my religion. And then it gives me a little bit of a daily practice of something I can do. So I like that. One of the things I thought of doing this year was to maybe listen to some spiritual-based audiobooks. I listen to a lot of audiobooks because I love it. Yeah, it's, it's a great way to learn. But I tend to listen to self-help and business because they kind of go both. <laughs> Especially being an entrepreneur, uh, I'm usually the problem. <laughs> so I like to focus on fixing myself as that also helps me fix others and fix the business. So I listen to business and self-help books. But I thought, hey, why don't I, you know, maybe once every two months throw in some spiritual educational type book and that way I get six books in the next year that's going to help me deepen my connection my understanding maybe that'll help open my mind to you know new ways of thinking of spirituality so that would be cool so those are kind of like two things I thought of when I thought of a spiritual goal when we think of financial uh, for me, the big thing is to continue to save for my future. I want to continue to spend money wisely now, so that way Meredith and I have money for ourselves and the family in the future. You might be thinking of, for yourself, how can I spend money wisely now? Uh, one general strategy could be to take a third to pay off debts, take a third to save for the future, and a third to use in the now. So that can be a little tricky. I'm not a financial, you know... Uh, expert by any means. So I'm going to touch on this very briefly, but I would not take my advice. I would go listen to a lot of uh, financial books, uh, which I have. <laughs> but the debts that we have often have different percentages of interest rates and whatnot. So you want to pay off any interest rate debts that would be higher than whatever future investments might earn you. Uh, so that way you can make sure you're not putting money into future investments, but actually losing money uh, in the current moment by paying by having to pay higher interest rates. There's a lot of balancing of that. So please go listen to people smarter than me and listen to some books if you want to do that. But that is something to think of is, is, okay, how can I use the money I have now to make sure I'm not in debt? How can I use the money to, that I have now to make sure I have some money in the future in case something happens to my health, in case something happens to something I own? Maybe all of a sudden your car breaks down. Maybe you want to save and buy a house in the future. Uh, whatever it might be, there's just a future life that you want to have, and you're going to probably need some money when you get there, so you want to save for that. And then you also have to spend money now. You have to pay for your necessities, but also find a way to enjoy your current life? How do you still take care of yourself? So Meredith and I, for example, we will spend a little extra money on food or supplements than maybe we would typically do. Uh, like 
for example, we might forego eating out, like because like oh, if I don't eat out this week, maybe it saves me a fifty dollar bill. But I'll spend $50 on protein powder <laughs> because it helps me invest into building new muscle tissue, helps me invest into learning more uh, you know, details for nutrition for clients. It's just a, a better investment for what my goals and interests are than what spending $50 to eat out would be. So that's how we think of it is. In, in general, you can think, you know, am I paying off debts? Am I building for my future? And am I enjoying my present current enough that it doesn't impede my ability to pay off debts or build for my future? <laughs> so that could be something to think of. When we think of career, for me, my goal is to continue to help more people. I want to increase my touches. And what this means in a non-creepy way is I want to touch as many people as possible. I want to touch as many people's lives as I can. So I count the number of podcast downloads per month. I count the number of uh, downloads per episode category and titles so I can see what kind of topics I think reach the most people or most people are interested in. That doesn't mean that I always make a podcast based on that. Sometimes I will make a podcast that I, I know maybe only 40, 50 people will listen to, but there was somebody who requested it and it's going to mean a lot to that one person. Or I feel highly invested into the topic and I'm like, I don't care if anybody listens, I want to make this podcast because I believe in the message, you know. Um, so I collect the data and I, I am aware of the data, but I don't always make my decisions based on what will get the most amount of downloads. Um, I want the most impact, basically. I count website visits, how many people visit our website, how many people download things or click on links. Uh, Instagram, how many followers, how many uh, people watch videos. YouTube, how many people are watching videos, how many followers you have there. The idea is, can I track how many people I can influence on a daily basis? And can I find ways to increase that number? So that is one of my goals is to track podcast, website, Instagram, YouTube, and etc. on monthly touches. Then I know that if I continue to post every day or as many days as I possibly can, that I will continue to be able to use the data I'm collecting to refine what I'm posting in order to continue to increase my touches. It doesn't do me any good to know the numbers unless I can act on those numbers in, in some meaningful way. So that's how I think of career is, how can I continue to help more people? Intellectual. Uh, this, I listen to audiobooks all the time. Uh, I listen to one a month or more. And what I started to do was to create summaries uh, for myself so I can have better retention and better implementation of the books. One of my best friends, Paul Peterson, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say his name, but I did. <laughs> so find him on social media. Uh, but he has um, he started doing it again where he writes book summaries. It's uh, Paul Peterson Live. Uh, and you can find him on Facebook and click on those links and he summarizes books that he reads. A very smart guy. Um, and I want to do the same and I take his lead. Like he's leading the way, so I kind of... Uh, follow in what he's doing and that's helping me uh, increase my retention and implementation of the books that I do listen to. Then for fitness, try to train as many days as I can. Um, I, I don't usually take a day off but every once in a while I will uh, but I try to train as many days as I can and right now my goal is to continue my aesthetic development progress. I want to look better in videos so that way when people see me 
they would think, hey, I want to listen to whatever this guy is saying. And part of that is going to be getting leaner, broader shoulders, uh, fuller chest, so that way I can look better in videos and a narrower waist. So I've been training to specifically make those adjustments. I've actually made really big progress since March of 2023, which is when I kind of first started taking photos and progressing everything towards this specific goal, made huge progress. I'm excited to keep that going. Uh, so that is my fitness goals. Uh, family, just keep relationships that are that are going well, that are at healthy levels of communication, keep those going. And then for friends and family who are restorative people, I want to try to communicate with them more. So these would be people that after I'm done talking with them, texting with them, emailing with them, I feel fired up and ready to like crush life. I want to invest more into those relationships. And then the last thing is social. And I do want to start to engage in more non-business related friendships because that's going to help me grow in like the width of who I am, not only in the depth of what I do. So those are kind of my general thoughts. When I think of these seven categories, I would, I would encourage you to think through them for yourself. So ask yourself in spiritual goal, what would I want from 2024? How could, what would be something that when I end 2024 in the spiritual goal realm that I would be proud of and happy that I did for that year? Then we have financial, career, intellectual, fitness, family, and social. I think those are really good categories. So good job, Dave Ramsey. <laughs> uh, I think those are great categories. And when you think through those categories, what goals came to mind when I mentioned those categories? And then think through what you can do per month, per week, or per day to move forward in each of those areas. Then a very important component. This is, I want you to take this component with you when you leave today's podcast is how will you track your habits to ensure you're following through? You want to set a goal, you want to plan an action, but then you must track your efforts. You need to see if you're actually doing what you say you're going to do. Because if you aren't, you can identify what's in the way, address that so you can actually start doing the actions. Or maybe you start and then you fall off. You can address why. Correct that, get back to doing the actions. Maybe you are doing the actions and tracking your efforts can actually give you increased motivation over time and allow you to continue to be able to put in the efforts no matter what life throws at you. So tracking your efforts is extremely, extremely important. And it's usually the step that people skip. They set a goal, they plan an action, but they don't ever track their efforts to make sure they're actually doing that action on a consistent basis. So I'd encourage you to do that. Okay, so this was more so just a kind of a thought-provoking podcast. I just wanted you to start to think through the year of 2024 as it's coming up, what your goals are going to be, what you can do every month, week, or day to push towards those goals, and then plan a way, a method somehow that you will track your efforts to ensure you're following through. Okay. 
If you need any help, reach out. My email is brutalironjim at gmail.com. Right now, I'm doing free 15-minute consultations for anybody that's interested in working with me. We'll meet virtually face-to-face, talk about your goals, talk about your struggles and challenges, and I can tell you what we can do to maybe overcome them. If you'd like to sign up for that, you can shoot me an email at brutalironjim at gmail.com. You can go to our website, www.brutalironjim.com. Go to the one-on-one services page, and there's a link there for that. Awesome. Well, if you like the podcast, please share the podcast. If you like the podcast, please consider donating to support the podcast, which you can do on our website. Also, if you like the information we share in the podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. You can find us and follow us on Instagram and YouTube under the name Brutal Iron Jim. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.